ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard here. Hope you're doing. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well, as well as I can. I had a Thursday game. It was my first face-to-face game since last year. And it went well. It was almost like old home week. We had a couple of people fill in for a couple of absent players, and I hadn't seen them in a long time, so we did some catch-up. So it was fun. And it was a good It was a good game, too. It was a good, good encounters. Killed a lot of goblins and a few orcs, which always makes me happy. We're in the middle of an ogre fight right now. We had to end it there. So, what to talk about today. Actually, I want to talk about save or die and the alternatives. Not really the alternatives, but just I sort of want to philosophize on the save or die mechanic and other things like that. Things, tricks, traps, all that kind of stuff. And we're going to talk about that after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, I started thinking about the save or die mechanic. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions on it. You know, there's the the newer players just think save or die is unfair. And then there's the old school players like me. It's like, oh, you're a wimp. You know, you can't, if you don't risk it, da, 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 da. Well, I, I fall somewhere in between that. And I'll tell you why. Well... One of my favorite movies is Treasure Planet, and to quote Long John Silver, sometimes you give up a few things chasing a dream. And so, while I don't like to do save or die, I do, I wouldn't mind doing save or maim, or save or lose a body part, or save or take some hits to your one of your stats and things like that. I don't believe in T- I don't really believe in TPKs, but I do believe that yeah, you know, you you take the chance, you may have to make a few sacrifices along the way. And I'm not talking about treasure or anything like that. I'm talking about there's a lot of adventurers out, out there, adventurers out there with one leg or a scar on their face or an eye patch because they don't have an eye or things they've lost while doing this. Maybe a hook, you know. That's why pirates have lost limbs because, you know, it's dangerous out there. You got to remember it's dangerous out there, but if you can do the risk, you'll get the rewards. Once again, reap what you, sh- you shall sow. So, yeah, reap what you shall sow. So, when I look at a dungeon or a thing, something like that or a module or where you're going to go down into the belly of the beast, you got to think, I think about, okay, what kind of traps are there? I mean, everything doesn't have to be the Tomb of Horrors. But there's nothing saying you can't have a couple of near-death traps in there. 
I like near-death traps better than death traps because once you kill them, you kill them, and that's it. Go make another character. You know what I'm saying? Then I got to figure out how to get them in if they're in the middle of a dungeon. And da, 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 da. And so I would rather have near-death traps. I've seen people lose limbs before in games for things they wanted to do, try to do. You know, it's just it's just common sense. You know, things are going to try and kill you, but at the same time, they they don't they're going to leave a mark. Let me put it that way. It's they're going to leave a mark. I mean, I've got marks on my body that. You know, things have happened to me. I had a couch fall on my leg that really gave me a hurt. And after about six, six to eight months of therapy and all that stuff, I've got a nice little divot in my leg down here. She says, you're always going to have that, that divot where, where the couch falls. I don't care. I'm still living. I'm still walking. You know, this is the kind of thing where, you know, it separates the men from the boys. It separates, you know, you know, who's going to stick and who's going to go? That kind of thing. You want something bad enough, you will risk it. And that's the name of the game, as far as I'm concerned, for adventuring. Some people, that's, that's why it just, just gnaws on me about encounter balance and things like that. You know, things like challenge ratings really bug me. It's a good, I mean, to me, I, I'd, I'd rather do that than have target numbers for everything. But at the same time, I'm not going to use it to rule my prep, rule my adventure. I, I still eyeball stuff saying, okay, I think this is just enough type of thing. You know, challenge ratings are good. I will go, if a book has CRs like Swords and Wizardry stuff, I will look at the CR and think, okay, can my party, can, I, can my party of PCs handle this or not and i'm not going to go by challenge rating if i bump this if i bump the hit dice up or the hit dice down or the number of whatever well so be it i will do that i regardless of whatever the challenge rating is but i digress i think that sometimes you're just gonna you know you're battle scarred that just shows you you've been through the ropes you know what you know what the score is you're a vet you're you're seasoned adventurer and to me, in my games, the NPCs who encounter people like this, they ought to, it's almost like our military. They automatically get more respect, a little more respect from most people. I'm not saying everybody. You know, some people may look at some guy with an eye patch or a hook hand or something like that and say, oh, you're one of those damn adventurers who ruin everything and drive everything up and... You know, my brother was killed in a dungeon led by one of you guys. And da, da, da. you know, there's always going to be those people. But most people are going to say, ooh, well, man, what happened there? And here's another thing. It has, helps with role playing, too, because if you go into a did, some young whip comes up to you and says, oh, mister, mister, how did you get that big scar on your neck? And I said, well, let me tell you, it was like this. And you can start, you, can, you tell them how you got it. And that would bring, it's not going to bring your charisma up, but it'll give you, you know, reaction points for people wherever you are, where you're telling the story. Because to me, that, that's good role-playing. And I'm always, always fond of good role-playing. So, you know, think, think of dungeons 
as a for don't think of them as death traps think of them as as gauntlets you got to think of them as more like gauntlets going through yes you may die i'm not saying there won't be a tpk or there might be a saver die in there somewhere but you are you should not look at it with the the objective to kill your players your objective is to put them through the ringer and maybe come out the other side with some benefit like treasure or whatever. That's the way you got to think about it. Anyway. All right. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about me about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognard podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.